0: Jim, thank you for hanging on. Welcome to KNST. Hello, Jim. Hello, sir. What's happening?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to bring up, like, the whole thing with the overcrowded hospitals. I work at one of the largest hospitals here in Tucson. Um, We're still furloughing staff. If we were so overwhelmed, why are we still furloughing people for weeks at a time?
0: What? Now, when you say furloughing staff, and I don't want you to get in trouble here, because I know they're very vindictive at these large hospitals, yes, um, but what, what staff is being furloughed? So you
1: get sent home without pay for weeks at a time.
0: No, no, no. but which, which is it? Is it just nurses? Is it doctors? Is it aides? Everybody it across the board. Across the board yeah, from support so staff to
1: nurses. Of course, not doctors, but nurses and below, so your housekeepers, security, everything.
0: So they're furloughing people, even though they're claiming they don't. Because I also got a thing last week sent to me that uh, because the federal government is paying for it, they're bringing in a whole bunch of traveling nurses into, into these large hospitals. But they're I, furloughing their staff as well?
1: Yeah, so we always have So I'm not sure too much about that. But they're furloughing people for weeks at a time.
0: Because there's no work for them?
1: No, because they're losing so much money because we're not doing elective surgeries and all this other stuff.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I thought they are doing elective surgeries. I even received a, an actual email over the weekend.
1: Uh, so they do a from, few, uh, but when the yeah. spike happened, they cut back on that some more. Too. But yes, for yes, the, and that... what month that we didn't do elective surgeries, they were losing massive amounts of money.
0: Yes, exactly. And that's why they begged the governor, you need to open us back up. So, yeah. so they, so they, they started doing elective surgeries. They just, they're trying to, and this is why the, you know, people are getting diagnosed with COVID when they don't even test positive. I mean, you tell me, and this is what I think is because they, they get an extra 25% these hospitals from the cares act. I agree. So they get extra money for every COVID patient.
1: Agreed. So, yeah. So it, it you, pays them to mark someone as COVID.
0: Yes. So also can you a say, lot of the people we're I, I,
1: testing are from Mexico. Yeah. That's another I would say thing. close to half are
0: from Mexico. Now, did they get sent to you guys from the border hospitals that are now full because they're coming over from Mexico? So the couple of
1: people I've talked to, they went to a hospital in Mexico to get tested, but they don't test them in Mexico. So they were told to pretty much cross the border to go get tested.
0: So we don't know. They weren't sent to you guys directly from a border hospital in America. They just showed up. Yes, sir. Okay. Like they have a pizza that, or thing.
1: something like that across the border, and they come get come to the hospital to get checked
0: out. And that and that's what Todd Benzman at the Center for Immigration Studies is reporting. Even the New York New York Times and Washington Post reported that, that that's why we're getting yes. all these, these new cases. That, that's what, they're not, and they are not reporting where these people are coming from. It's not like they, they are literally yeah. coming here from 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 Mexico.
1: Yes, sir. Lots and lots so, of people from Mexico.
0: Are they going into the ICU as well?
1: I mean, if they have it and they're sick enough, you can't turn anybody away, so you have to accept it.
0: And there's no way to get actual information of the amount of people that are uh, now testing positive for COVID where they are from. They won't release that information, right? No. We don't know.
1: I don't even know if they technically track that information. I'm not too sure about that.
0: So how are the, are you near the ICU unit? Can you see it? Do you know if it's overwhelming? I'm in there you know, every day. Couple... You're in the ICU unit? I deal unit. with
1: people that are, have COVID every day. I'm around.
0: Oh, uh, did we just lose them? Jimmy there? I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay, good. So you, you are around the, you're you around COVID patients. ICU COVID patients or just COVID patients?
1: Everywhere. So if they need me in ICU, I go there in the emergency room, I go
0: there. Is it, are, are you guys out of beds? Are you full capacity? Are you getting close?
1: So we open more units to accommodate for when those ICUs fold up and they're sitting there just empty.
0: There's, so the we new units, units are there and they're empty. ready
1: to be filled, but they don't get filled. They're empty.
0: So you guys have the room and you, can you grow to even more capacity than what you're already expanding to?
1: Yes. They would have to bring medical staff back from furlough and open these other units that are closed
0: down. Unbelievable. And then, so, I mean, what's your reaction then when, you know, when uh, Regina the Dictator goes on CNN and t- tells people we only have five to ten ICU beds available in Pima County?
1: Well, it, it ticks me off because they're just making people more scared. So you get all these people rushing the hospital they shouldn't even be coming to the hospital. You're exposing yourself to more danger by coming to the hospital.
0: Dude, you, so you, you have people uh,
1: just I'm... panicking, coming to get tested every time they get some allergy snivels or something like that.
0: Now, if if your hospital knew what you were saying on the radio, if they knew it was you, would you think you'd get in trouble?
1: Yeah, i get fired.
0: You're brave, man. Um, do you think... And if you don't want to answer it, don't answer it. But do you think there is fraud going on where they're just classifying people as COVID because the government's not checking, nobody's checking, and they just get extra money anyway?
1: I don't know if medical staff, per se, is doing that, but I don't know what happens once it gets to, like, records departments and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if you follow Alex Berenson, but there was a, uh, an executive that uh, for, for an ER clinic uh, in Texas, they own thirteen different clinics, and he said that uh, he is being told. He admitted, yeah, that when they do the discharging, they're being pressured to put down COVID on the way out. Um, yeah, and
1: I'm not too so, sure. I don't, I don't work in that end of it, so I'm not too
0: sure. That that's okay. That's okay, man. I mean, look, we need more people like you to speak up, and uh, so so you're saying that there is plenty, and you're in a large hospital here. Yeah, and and there is plenty of ICU bed space. You you've expanded. You could expand more. And right yep. now, it's sitting empty. Yes, sir. Yep. Now, and when it, when it... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Um, one real quick point on the mask. For the first three months, when all this was happening, January, February, March, all the way up until May, I did not wear a mask once. And I'm around these people every day. My job is to help um, these people. Yeah. And I never gotten COVID... And All this stuff, and now I mean, I get paid, so I wear a mask now, but
0: I don't wear a mask in public. I don't know if you saw just a sidebar. I don't know if you saw the study, New England Journal of Medicine, uh, they came out and published it too. That type O blood people have a 50% chance, uh, less chance of getting the virus, and if they do get it, it's much less severe than anybody else. Yeah, I and, saw and, that, and that that might, yeah, that, that could be part of it too. I, I don't know, but um. The the people that are coming in now—probably
1: twelve of us, thirteen of us—didn't wear masks for months, and we're around these people, and nobody got it. Just a little, yeah, just a little tidbit, you know. Nobody got
0: it. So the people that are coming in now, we're being told, there's a bunch of younger people coming in sick. Is that what you're seeing Mm -hmm. also? Yeah, yeah, like under the age
1: of thirty. In their 30s, okay. around there.
0: How sick are they? Uh, flu-like symptoms. Not in danger of dying. No, the
1: elderly are the ones that have that risk, and the sick. You know, so if you had like cancer or something like that.
0: Yeah. So, so you're seeing younger people come in, and they have flu-like symptoms. So, are they just in the hospital for a couple of days and then go home, or are they long stays in the hospital? Home
1: once they, once they find out what it is and it's not severe enough, they get sent home right away.
0: But are there severe cases of people under the age of 40, you know, in their 20s and 30s with flu-like symptoms that are being admitted to the hospital?
1: I have not dealt with one single healthy person that got COVID and then ended up in the ICU or anything like that.
0: So, you know, you said healthy person. Yes. So obviously when you say not healthy, is it, is it obese is it smokers?
1: No, like pre-existing conditions, like, cancer, uh, lung issues, um, stuff like that. That would that the COVID would complicate that pre-existing condition.
0: So that's what it is. So if they have a pre-existing condition and they're under the age of thirty-five <laughs> and they're admitted, uh, that's why you don't see any people yeah. without those pre-existing conditions getting admitted. No. So when you watch all this news coverage. You know, and they're just trying to scare the hell out of people. And you see these politicians saying this. What What's your reaction?
1: It pisses me off. I mean, I have friends and family that call me every day about this as well. You know, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm sick of it. You know, it's, just, it's starting to wear on me now because that's all everybody wants to talk about.
0: Can I ask you, what is, because you, you say you work in the ICU area at at whatever large hospital is here in Tucson.
1: I work all over the
0: hospital, yeah. Okay. What what, what is the normal ICU capacity? Is it 83%? That's what I've read. So ICU is pretty
1: much always full except for maybe three or four beds.
0: All the time? All the time. So this is a case that you're seeing of of people having no idea how hospitals work, how they're run, what is normal in it, and they're totally freaking out because they think ICU and you're going to die. Yes.
1: And not just that, I think they have a political agenda behind this whole thing. You know, make Donald Trump look bad, make everybody look bad. You know, they want us to close again, ruin the economy.
0: Do you think that, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, do you think that uh, Doug Ducey uh, jumped the gun again by shutting yes. down gyms? Yes. Do you think anything There's needs no to There's no scientific or- evidence
1: that you're going to transfer COVID at the gym.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent. And it's the
1: same with cars. There are, there's no scientific evidence that me standing next to someone having a drink is going to transfer COVID. Now, if they cough, mm-hmm. yes, you cover your face. You know, but other than that, there's no evidence that that's where COVID cases are coming from.
0: Are you Are you in touch, and, and you're nailing all this, are you in touch with anybody at border hospitals? Are they talking about how they're getting a giant influx of people from Mexico coming up, Uh getting tested and that's why we're having a, a big spike in cases.
1: I am not in touch with anybody at the hospitals, but I talked to a board of agent last night for about an hour and a half about it. And he says people are walking up and surrendering to them to get to the hospital.
0: This is, this, this is a giant scam, isn't it?
1: Uh, I mean, COVID's is real, you know what I mean? Yes. And it's deadly for certain groups, but it's not, it's, Ninety nine percent of people are going to be just fine. You know, so why are we punishing everybody to save one percent? Let's protect mm-hmm. the one percent and let everybody get back to life as normal.
0: Do you think uh, herd immunity? Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer. I'm just curious as a medical professional that you are. And I don't want to give away what you do unless you want to say it, but I don't want you to get fired. No, uh, I'm not going to talk about that. OK, good, good, good. herd immunity. Do you think that's I what? I mean, we it need worked get in Sweden
1: or in a Scandinavian country. It worked. I believe it was Sweden.
0: Yeah, it did, and it, it's it's it's. I think it's working in New York. I think everybody got it in New York, which is why they're having you know few fewer cases and 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 and, and you know deaths have dropped off.
1: Yeah, because they hit. I think it's like thirty three percent. You got to hit to get the threshold for human herd immunity. I think it was forty something
0: like that. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was forty three, but I could be wrong. 43. You're the medical professional. I'm just some. I'm just some. You know, yokel on the radio. Um, <laughs> is there? And listen, listen. You are giving us uh, phenomenal information. I. Are there more people like you that you know of in the hospitals that are sick of this stuff that see what's going on?
1: A uh, very small percentage. So a lot of the people that are like me work around these people all the time. Work around the COVID people all the time mm. the people that are helping stoke the fear are the people that aren't even involved with the
0: COVID. so that's what it is doctors i've seen on tv at hospitals from how the er lady uh goldberg is her last name i've had other doctors reach out to me and say that she's a joke um yeah i'm not they've sure talked about to her. Her. well it's okay um and and uh, I, I, she was on the news last week um so so, basically, uh, again, we know that this virus is real and it could do damage, but you're seeing that it really only does harm to people that have pre-existing conditions,
1: or elderly,
0: or elderly. So again, yep. and pre-existing conditions. What, what if a what if a 32 year old guy or a 40 year old guy comes in and he's overweight? If he's obese, is that is that a bad? thing? nothing else but just that.
1: So I haven't ran into that circumstance yet, so I'm not I'm not too sure. I mean, I've had some big guys come in some. Two fifty, three hundred pounders, and they're fine. They're just really sick. Like they say, it's a really bad flu.
0: And they're so they're down for a week or two, and then they pop back up and they're okay. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for clearing all this. Can I put you on hold? And can Ryan get your information, which we will not share with anybody? But if we have any more questions, I'd love to find out. Off, you know, I'm not, not going to repeat anything that I that you tell me, you know, about you, but. Just want to make sure you are who you are. And if we have any questions, we'd love to get you on again, because if you feel OK about it, and you'll talk to Ryan about that, uh, because you're giving information that <clears throat> the news is not getting. The news only puts on people that want to scare people. That's all they do. Yeah,
1: that uh, they don't come to the hospital.
0: When they, yeah, they come to the all, hospital, they can you know.
1: across the street and film the hospital and put their baby. Yep Yep.
0: Well, listen, man, I need you and anybody else that works these hospitals to, to keep doing this stuff and keep keep letting us know. I really appreciate all the information you've shared. And hang on for me. Ryan's going to talk to you, okay? Okay. I, I haven't forgotten anything, have I? Hang on, put them on real quick. Is there any other points that you want to make, any other points that you want to make that I have not let you make about this?
1: Um. No, I mean, I listen to you every day on my way home from work. I just got off right now, so I'm listening to you. And- Um, You're pretty much hitting the points that people that open their eyes and just look objectively will easily see. I mean the death rates are continuing to drop. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground.